0: Happy 75th birthday, the 1070 WDIA. Hi, this is David Porter. You know, stacks, music, all of that, none of that would have been possible for me were it not a young kid growing up in Memphis, Tennessee, and the support and encouragement I got from WDIA. I have so much love and respect for this radio station and what it's done for the community that I love. You will forever be our goodwill and good time station AM 1070 WDIA I love you Thank Memphis and WDIA listeners from all over the world we couldn't have done it without you celebrating 75 years on your radio still serving up goodwill and good times we're the heart and soul of Memphis AM 1070 WDIA
2: I am. Yeah, I am. Good morning. Welcome to WDIA, the Bev Johnson Show. It's a Friday. It's Relationship Day, where we talk about relationships to help make yours healthy, happy, wholesome, wonderful, and most of all, loving between consenting adults. This Friday, March 3rd, 2023, we'll do that with our expert, our psychologists, mental health specialists, Dr. Dorothy Jeffries, a topic of conversation, the drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? The drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? We're going to talk about that. I love that. Y'all should have have seen Kim sing that song last week. No, sing it to me. Yeah. You're always on my mind. Yes, you are. But she's on my mind as well this morning. What a morning. We are talking with our psychologist, mental health specialist, Dr. Dorothy Jeffries. Good morning to you, Dr. Jeffries. Good morning. I love it. You
3: put me right up there with Kim.
2: I know you (laughs) think. Yes, ma'am. You're up there with Kim. You know you are. Kim. Hey, that's saying something. <laughs> that's saying something, sister. Well, this it is. this morning, Dr. Jeffrey, the topic of conversation, let me say it again. The drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? <laughs> the drama I, You know, of living and loving well, with what? insecurity. You know
3: I'll tell you where this came from, Beth. Okay,
2: tell me where There's, it came from. So,
3: you know, there are so many people who are, for good reasons, going into therapy, participating in therapeutic groups, and, and even engaging in an individual therapy line or or however they can receive it because we suddenly, and a great deal part to being, you know, isolated during COVID, we have a sensitivity that we need to correct or to address or at least, become informed and aware of what's going on with us. We can't really participate effectively in relationships, at work, at home, with family, neighbors, or anybody else until we are able to look at the person in the mirror and tell the truth to ourselves about what's really going on with you. We tend to wear masks. Uh, we have different masks for different people and different occasions. And for some of us, we've worn masks and, pretend, and lived in pretend cities for so long that we don't know how to even recognize the breadcrumbs of how to get home to the real home, mm. the the home that, that we really are all about. So with that being said, the thing that seems to come up, at least with many of the people that I've worked with or have talked to in groups and what have you is the fear of fear. Mm,
2: the fear of fear. The fear
3: of fear. And we can feel so vigilant about the what ifs or what has or when is it that we can write different scenarios out that will that's um, exactly what our perception of fear is, how we define it, how we experience it. We, we have that down pat. And what has happened with each thing that we use to identify and personalize our sense of fear, we are really encapsulating ourselves in our own private prisons. Some people are aware of it. Those are the people who are not only afraid of fear they fear that other people will see or recognize or have presuppositions about who they are and how they are so they fear being around people those people live in isolation some of them live pathetically in isolation where they are just like if you speak to them they jump or you know they're always looking over their shoulders those are the ones who who just wear their vulnerabilities and so they run in dark and shadows and stuff to keep them encountering or connecting with people the other people are the ones who bluster and boast about i don't need anybody i can do that ba- i can do bad by myself I I, you know i don't trust nobody i don't like nobody i don't want nobody near me so you got both continuance of it but it's still the core mm-hmm. is basically fear and the way that, that fear has been defined is through that sense of anxiety, that sense of self-isolation and disconnection, and the feeling that something has happened, will happen, will repeat itself again, which causes the anxiety to, to be a status that, that we kind of maintain ourselves in. And therefore, we develop very specific, insecurities in several different areas that tend to drive our interaction with other people, our interactions and feelings and perception of ourselves, our ability to feel competent and confident and what have you. And so that's how we arrived with the drama, because if all of that's going on and we're living our lives and the older we get and haven't looked or t- addressed it. You know it's drama. You know it's drama.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I want to say, Dr. Jeffers, and I remember and 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 learning from you and and learning in 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 groups and, and and the sessions we've had with people and 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 I think I learned that we talked about. We said fear. With fear, you have to feel it, face it, own it. Am I still correct on that? That is that is
3: absolutely correct. Feel that it, ab- face it, own it, fear. And that's really what we're do- that's what we're talking about. That philosophy today. Okay. You can't mask it. You can't pretend it's not there. You can't call it. You have to first acknowledge what's going on with you
1: mm-hmm.
3: and deal with the feeling. And if we understand the feeling, then we can connect that to the behaviors because how we feel is what makes us do what we do and once we do that then we have a place to start sorting into looking like where did this come from
1: mm-hmm.
3: and usually it's something outside of ourselves that we have internalized to be truth about ourselves something something we heard, something we experienced, something that we picked up from other people or something situations has taught us to believe about ourselves. And because we've internalized,
1: Mm -hmm.
3: then that means we've put it and made it a part of our system. And that's how we began to create our own fears, our own insecurities, if you will. And based on that, then we figure out, how they make us behave. So, Dr.
2: Jeffries, so when we talk about these fears and insecurities, does it start with childhood or we can start it as an adult or even a, as a adolescent or teenager? I mean, where, where, where do, can it start? Anywhere? That's my question. It
3: can start, absolutely. You know, we talk about at birth how children are received, what is your birth reception. People happy, people sad, people arguing, people don't want you. And that can set the mark for some people. Mm. You know, they've never experienced a connection with anybody, and so they internalize that to mean I'm not worthy, I'm not likable, somebody doesn't want me around, et cetera. Then there's other things that occur Uh, that create traumatic events in our lives. Something happens. And the thing, the younger you are, the less social skills and cognitive skills and abilities that you have to put something in a realistic perspective. For example, a child can be as young as four or five years old. Hear comments made about him or her. And have no concept of are they talking about me? Are they talking about somebody else and I assume they're talking about me? Uh, Are they arguing about me? I'm the problem. Or are they, they don't like me because of whatever it is. And it goes on from there where it becomes that point that they decide something is wrong with me. So it's the stuff that we hear that then we incorporate. And probably one of the most tragic examples of that is that that is the root cause of a lot of the emotional and legacy pains that people of color experience because everybody else has a perception and a definition about who we really are, and based on the environment that we may have been exposed to or grow grew up in and what have you, we may not have had opportunities to learn how to practice resilience, how to offset the migrations that occur on a regular basis. So we internalize that. And I I believe that it's the internalization for pain, that type of legacy of lies and, and mistruths and, and distortions That has created a great deal of the psychic and emotional pain that we carry with us on a daily basis. So it can happen outside of yourself like that at any age, just by your birth Mm -hmm. mark. Mm -hmm. And then later in life, people have experiences with different types of people that they can't get over a situation or they absorb too much of it. And if you Gotten to the point where you are adult, where you are now ready to be engaged in interpersonal or intimate relationships, how that stuff that happened back then that you've colonized, how you played it, stored it, kept it right there, that means that it has had a very significant impact on your self-esteem, your sense of confidence and competence about who you are as a man or a woman, what your value is in life or with, to other people, your abilities to parent, your abilities to even learn and love. And so with all of that comes with it, we now are in many cases people who are pocketed with maybe I know, a major Insecurity, and then those people who uh, who just have insecurities about everything happening everywhere. So that is um, that's kind of the in a nutshell what we're going to talk about, and then we'll explore some of the specific areas how people show their insecurities.
2: Sounds good. good, good place mm-hmm. to stop. We are talking this day. If you've just Tune in with Dr. Dorothy Jeffries. Our topic of conversation is drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? Yeah. And as always, if you have a relationship question, a question for Dr. Dorothy Jeffries, we do invite you to call 535-9342, 535-9342. If you are listening to us outside the Memphis area, how are y'all this day? You can call us toll free at 1-800-503-9342. That's 1-800-503-9342 will get you in to us. The drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? Think about it. We're talking about it on this Relationship Day with me, Bev Johnson, and Dr. Dorothy Jeffries on WDIA.
0: Hi, this is David Porter, and you are listening to the Queen of Talk, Bev Johnson. She is the one and only. No one can top her, no one can stop her, and I'm in love with her. You're listening to Bev Johnson at WDIA. That makes move. You don't want to miss the All Blues Saturday. Hey, hey, the
1: blues is alright. right. just because I'm looking for a lady,
0: this train gon' keep on rolling. Nobody does it like this. It's the All Blues Saturday, jumping off at 6 a.m. till midnight on the heart and soul of Memphis
2: AM with. Unforgetful. Well, let me tell you, we are talking this day, Relationship Day, the drama of living and loving with insecurity. Say what? Hope this works. Got my fingers crossed. Unforgetful.
0: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Beth Johnson, can I say something before I get into the conversation?
2: What, what do you want to say, Unforgetful?
0: Beth, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like every time when I call all these radio stations, it always be some kind of technical stuff going on. And, you know, our station, and I would listen to them like yours and a bunch of other ones, Beth. They were just running smooth. But as soon as I get back on the air, Bev, talking on these stations, it seems like AI don't want me to say a damn thing. And I'm through with it now. On that end, and okay. that's what the topic was, Beth. You were talking about, uh huh, yeah, Doctor. Jeffrey. You See, know, you were saying about the insecurity and uh insecurity, insecurity, and and uh fear and that stuff, Beth. I only fear God. That's all I have. I'm not fear any damn man on this planet. I don't have that. If you know, Beth Johnson, look at my life. I don't, you know, traditionally my grandparents and my father, I mean, my mother, you know, they brought me up and i they taught me things. And my, you know, going through life as an older man and you know, all that kind of stuff, that's where I base my thing on. I'm not trying to be like anybody else or listen to other people because that's the biggest trouble they can get you. Now, look at me, look at me, bell I never been in jail for trouble. I never kill anybody. I never rob anybody. I never really hurt anybody but, but physically, you, but you know or what?
1: Mentally.
2: But you know what? Unforgettable. You're not yes, the only. you You're not the only one like that. There are a lot of people like that.
0: Yeah, you're right. I always say, Beth Johnson. You know, I just thank God for letting me be myself because I look at the devil all the time, Beth Johnson, and oh. I always wrestle with him. But you know, when they come out, I'm gonna be on top, baby girl. So any specific? That's just how I roll. Baby. Any, That's any, all I'm any specific
2: question you have for Doctor Jeffries,
0: unforgettable? Yes. What is the question, Doctor Jeffrey? When it comes to relationship, why is it that most women they have a problem with a man that don't say anything to them? What
2: do you mean? You don't know? What do you mean? Don't if say anything
0: to? I them? mean, you know, Beth. I've been. <laughs> it just seemed like the women that I meet. You know, it just seemed like they. Come after me more than me trying to come after them. I'm not with that, Bell What do you mean, come after you? Know, you? For someone I'm like, I'm gonna try my best. You know, to be on my best behavior and, and like gentleman and go after. her. But for women to do this, Bill, it's, it's so just so. Not normal. So you don't
2: think women should should come on no. to a, come on to a man? Is that's what you're no. saying, right? Right. Okay. They shouldn't do that. They shouldn't do that. I mean, I know they're doing it a lot today, Beth Jones, but it's just not with me. Okay, so makes me, So, so your question ahead. to Dr. Jeffries is, I want to be clear, what is your question? Is that the, is that the insecurity? <laughs> is that insecurity on when your part? Women. Or, yeah. or women, when women go after men. Yeah. Okay.
0: Especially when they see the green. Oh. You know, like he driving a brand new car. Or, okay. You know, he walking out the door of his so, mansion. So, would, would they he be considered?
2: Bill? I got you. I got you, Unforgetful.
0: I got you. I'm uh, out of here, baby girl. Have a good one. You
2: too. <laughs> Thank you, Jeffries. You got him back,
3: Unforgetful. <laughs> well, they're I'm tell you, I am not sure what I think. The biggest thing that he said was that he thinks that the radio station somehow uh, block his calls. Um, but the other stuff had really very little to do with the topic mm-hmm. that we're talking about. Yes. But one thing that, and, and he's, he's made comments about this um, before, but, but one of the biggest points about being insecure, and I said this when we first started, sometimes the most insecure people boast and, and project the most about they have no fears, they have no insecurities, mm-hmm. when in reality we all have some type of insecurity or we've had an insecure experience or there are things that bring out our insecurities, it has nothing to do uh, how good a person you are, how mm-hmm. big a person, how many greens you have in your wallet and what have you, or who's chasing you and what have you. In fact, if women are chasing men like that, they may could use with a little insecurity because they're not necessarily spending enough time assessing those men that they're chasing. So, but the reality is, if we all have some type of insecurity, there is nobody that does not they have tell it. their truth of something. Yeah, and you know, and I mean, it doesn't have to be something that's tragic or or what. Well, there are some people who have a fear of making a speech in front of more than one other person. Mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. there are some people who are afraid of very obscure things. The people who have a fear of clowns, you know, they may not even know where that came from. Maybe somebody gave them a clown doll or something early. But my point is that there are things that make us fearful. There are things that, that the focus is not just on the fear, but how we manifest it, how we behave about it. There are some people who are too shy to really promote them and what have you. They have everything going for themselves. But they can't speak on it, and it costs them in some regard. So understanding the concept of insecurity, and I and I don't think that Unforgetful was really on topic, because we've had this conversation with him before about the women and his judgment about the women and what have you. Uh, so... I, that
2: that's all i can say. Well, I, and i want to go back to something you said and i'm glad you brought this out, Dr. Jeffries, because if someone was listening and think, well i'm not insecure, but again you said all of us have some kind of insecurities. All of us. Whether we want all to whether we want to really address it or be truthful as you say with ourselves, with our truths, we are all insecure exactly. about something.
3: I I have no knowledge that there are people who are one hundred percent on point, on target, on at their highest confidence level, their most courageous. In fact, some of the most courageous things that people do has been been one step shy of being paralyzed with fear. You know, some people are are struggled struggling with insecurities that weigh them down, that restrict their lives, that cost them, you know, more than they they get or that they can move beyond. And other people have insecurities that are nuances or they are far and infrequent in between. If you've ever had the job that you wanted, you have to go interview for it. Mm-hmm. And you put all your time in prepping and what have you. I know very few people who walk in there with the assumption that they got the job. And if you do go in there like that, where you you go in where I've already claimed this, not not how people claim it, but I'm here, this is the person you can just call off the interview, you probably won't get the job because they think you're arrogant and not aware or willing to learn anything from them. If you met that person and you're going to see them, even if they say they like you, you like them, and and you're going to go out on a real date after encounter. There are some butterflies there. You just have to use common sense and, and, and some perspective. Any of your insecurities cause you harm, cause you lost opportunities cause you to feel bad about yourselves over an extended amount of time. If you spend too much time worrying about what other people think about you or having judgments about other people because in reality you may envy what you see that they have, how they are, where they've been, and all of that, those are insecurities that cost you more than you're willing to pay if you are aware and conscious of what's going
2: on. Okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. But the, Questioner. Yeah. Okay. And and also back and, and and one of the things we were talking about fear and again when we say we're we all insecure we all have some kind of fear that we must feel it, face it and own it. And a lot of times Dr. Jeffries I think the last one we don't own it. Okay well, we don't want to face it really even if fa- okay, okay, okay. first one we don't and you're right we we don't want to face it right. so how do we start there let's let's start with that facing it. how do we face it?
3: Well, I think one of the things is that when something occurs that uh it becomes a pattern you know the, and where people have uh issues and it becomes a pattern that you can't maintain certain relationships. You cannot you have problems on the job with co-workers and this is your third job in a similar environment or maybe in a different environment. The people are different but you still have the same kind of issues that you've been carrying along with you from when you began to first have problems on the job. When we talked and we've said this for years too, look for the common denominator in relationships, in your situation, mm. in your final analysis or the end of story kind of thing. Look for the common denominator. And guess who that is? Who is that? <laughs> if you are not involved in any of your business, but if you happen to be on site, in scenes, and an active participant, it might be you. And that's the part we don't want to really acknowledge. So it's easier to be judgmental and critical about, you know, I couldn't get along with none of them people up there. First of all, it was all women working up there. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. Or first of all, it was all men working up there. And you know, how they, done, they didn't want to give me an opportunity to go, and they were doing this. I couldn't get ne- couldn't uh, get along with my neighbors. You know how neighbors can be, especially if they live next. Door. So we always have a justification, as opposed of, of engaging in an investigation to find out what's going on with me. See, but but it's easier yeah. to project on somebody else.
2: Yes, you're right. So
3: and that's that's it. If you can't. You know you have the feelings. If you stay upset all the time because of work, pay attention to what comes first: being upset or that kind of panicky, anxious feeling. Usually, it's the panicky, anxious feeling because you already know what the situation is going to entail. You you experience that, and then you may get into how you deal with it. I'm going to go in here Mm -hmm. and I'm going to behave obnoxious or I'm going to act like the ice king or queen, or I'm going in here to act like the tell it all or the know it all and and what have you. So you put on your persona and that's when you felt it, but you're not acknowledging what you're feeling. Mm. And if you're not acknowledging it, you have, you are not ready to face it because once you, Feel it and face it, mm-hmm. and there's nobody in the room but you, mm-hmm. that common denominator, then you have to own it. And that's where change in the healing process can begin.
1: Okay,
2: very good. Hold on, Dr. Jeffries. We are going to the other side of the Bev Johnson Show. If you have a question or two for Dr. Dorothy Jeffries, we invite you to call now, 535 9342 535 9342 will get you in to us. We're going to the other side of the Bev Johnson show right here on WDIA.
0: Whether you're in Arkansas, Tennessee, or Mississippi, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, thank you for listening to the Bev Jump on WDIA Memphis.